Sitter Snippets is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookstein in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. We're making our way through Az Yashir, and hopefully we're singing it with simcha, with joy, with gladness, with happiness, and with recognition of Hashem's role in providing salvation in our lives each and every day. We're up to the Pasuk, Natisa Yemincha. You put out your right hand, the earth swallowed them up. Rashi on this Pasuk says, because the Egyptians had acknowledged Hashem's justice, He showed mercy to them and He allowed them to be buried by the earth swallowing them up instead of their being lost forever in the sea. The Ramban says, first Hashem's right hand cast them onto the shore. You threw them on the shore, the Jews would see that their enemies were no longer in pursuit. Their enemies were gone. Had the Jews not seen their enemies, then they would have thought maybe that they could come out the other side, continue to pursue them. They would never fully be free of the Egyptians and their sense of persecution and oppression. Says the Ramban, Natisa Yemincha means that Hashem, you, your right hand cast them on the shore, and then Tivla'imu Aretz, after Klal Yisrael, after the Jewish people saw that the Egyptians uh, were not going, no longer able to pursue them, then Tivla'imu Aretz, the earth swallowed them up. This image of Natisa Yemincha, everything is in Hashem's hand, and by his stretching it out, he brings the desired result. Really, it was in his hand all along. He has a mighty hand, the all-powerful hand, the omnipotent infinite hand. And Natisa, when he stretches it out, is when he actualizes whatever he wants to do with his having all the power. Just like someone can smash a fragile glass with a flick of a finger, for Hashem, the flick of his finger, Natisa Yemincha, the stretching out of his hand can bring about the greatest transformation and the biggest result in the world. The next Pasuk, Nachisa Bechastacha, Amzu Ga'alta, in your love you lead the people, the nation you redeemed. Amzu Ga'alta, Nehalta Be'azcha El Nevei Kachecha, in your strength you guide them, El Nevei Kachecha, to your holy abode. These words, Nachisa Bechastacha, the simple understanding is Nachisa Bechastacha, you lead the people you redeemed, how? with a sense of love. But I want to share with you an incredible interpretation of the Chavetz Chaim, which really flips it on its head. Nachisa, b'chastach, with your kindness, you guided this people. Nachisa, you lead them, is in the past tense. Nachisa. Which kindness does it refer to? The simple understanding would be that Hashem performed the great miracles, the Eser Makos, the Ten Plagues, Kriyas Yamsuf. The Svarno says it refers to immediately when they left Egypt. It was immediately when they came out, Hashem began to provide shade, He began to protect them from the elements. But the Ibn Ezra understands that this expression of praise and thanksgiving, Nachisa is not talking about in the past. It's not preceding or prior to when the episode of the sea, but rather it is anticipation of Hashem's goodness on the impending journey. They can sing Nachisa Bechastacha. Amar Nachisa Lashon Avar Tachas Asid Kemishbar Hanavuos says the Ibn Ezra, sometimes you formulate something talking about the future in the past because that's how confident you are that it's going to happen. So in Machlokas, a debate, the Sforno says, Atak is talking about something in the past. And the Ibn Ezra says, no, it is foretelling something that will be in the future. The Medrash Tanabelio gives an altogether different understanding of this enigmatic expression of Nachisa Bechastach. It says the Medrash, When the Jewish people were enslaved in Egypt, they felt the bleakness, the hopelessness, and they assembled together, they got together as a group, and during this meeting, they made a commitment towards one another. They pledged that with whatever else was going on around them, no matter how bad it would get out there, 
they would practice gemilas chasadim inside, the kindness and generosity with one another. No matter how harshly, how unfairly they were treated by others, no matter what the world was throwing their way, they would nevertheless continue to show kindness to one another. What precipitated this commitment? Why now? The Chavetz Chaim explains that when the people realized that they could not come up with a strategy to end the persecution, and that the suffering under power was only going to increase with every ensuing day, they decided among themselves that the only way to make things a bit better, and hopefully to earn a redemption, would be to kind to one another. They couldn't change the reality. The only thing they could change, the only thing they could control, was how they treated one another. And writes the Chavetz Chaim, This kindness that they showed them to one another, while still in Egypt, that in itself was the catalyst and cause for their salvation. The Chavetz Chaim quotes the Yerushalmi in Sanhedrin that says, Bonai, my children, when you see Schus Avos and Schus Imos has worn out, when you have run out of your merits of those who came before, attach yourself to chesed. Be kind to one another and that will bring about the next redemption. What a powerful message for today and for all that we're going through, for that which we can't control on the outside, but the chesed we can show one another on the inside. Concludes the Chavetz Chaim, this is the meaning of the Pasuk, you let us out with chesed, but here's the Chavetz Chaim's chiddush. It wasn't your kindness Hashem, it was our performance of and our predisposition towards chesed that caused you to lead us out. When we do chesed with one another, Hashem does chesed with us. And that's what the Pasuk means in Yirmiyahu. We say on Yom Noraim, Zacharti la chesed neurayach Hashem. You remembered the chesed of our youth. What chesed? In our infancy? What are you talking about? Says the Chavetz Chaim, it means the chesed we did yet in Mitzrayim in Egypt, even in the harshest of circumstances, when we had every right to be focused on ourselves and our plight, nevertheless we were selfless in the way we cared for one another. That's the Zacharti la chesed neurayach Hashem remains the chesed. Nachisa bechastacha, it's not his chesed, it was ours. It was ours. And that perhaps is the kavana in this Pasuk. Not only to acknowledge and be grateful for Hashem's chesed, in the words of the Svarno, the chesed he did when we got out of Egypt, in the words of the Ibn Ezra, the chesed he was going to do to us and for us on the way through the Midbar, but Nachisa Bechastacha, invoking the chesed we did for one another, because when we're able to see past ourselves and our own challenges and hardship, and nevertheless be dedicated and devoted to one another, Nachisa Bechastacha, it's in the merit of that chesed that Hashem leads us and reflects and treats us similarly. When we hear of someone who's sick or chas v'shalom an attack in Israel, we often recite Tehillim, Kuf Chafalaf, we say Hashem Shomrecha, Hashem Tzilcha Ayad Yuminecha, Hashem will protect you, He is your shadow. What is the meaning of comparing Hashem to a shadow? The answer is a shadow does what you do, it's your mirror, and the same is with Hashem. Nachisa Bechastacha, if we act with chesed towards one another, Hashem will act with chesed towards us.